Alright. I'm ready. I'm ready. This song is called Smash Routine by a band called Minimum, who are really good friends of mine. Nah, just kidding, but I do know a guy in the band. Anyway, um, I heard about this song before I knew that I knew the guy in the band. I hope that makes sense. Either way, I really like it. It's about like the, uh, the pitfalls of being trapped in a routine and how disappointing that can be and stuff like that. I thought it would be a neat song to open the show with considering when it comes to my YouTube channel, I have the opposite of that problem. <laughs> my problem is that I just cannot get into a routine at all. Anyway, the link to this song will be in the description. There's a YouTube link to the radio edit of the song and I'll leave a band camp link, a band camp link to the album where you can go and buy it. It's actually an EP, it's got four tracks, and then there's a newer track that's on the same link. You can check it out, but go and buy it, it's awesome. This isn't even the best song on it, and uh, and be generous, and enjoy the episode. What's going on guys? My name is Eldenero90 and welcome to another day in the sweet coldness of your own personal hell. <laughs> Brexit. Hashtag fuck you. that wrong around. Welcome to episode 62 of the Midnight Hour, our weekly podcast that I don't know why anyone would, you know, say otherwise because we've given you no reason to doubt us. So um, We had a good run of about six episodes we where did, we did actually, one we? every other week. It was like ten episodes. It was quite yeah. Was it, was, it was really good. Like we did really well, and then life always yeah. has a way of. It's it's really easy to do a podcast when you have literally nothing else going on in your life. Yeah, when you're unemployed, like. Yeah, when you're unemployed, it's hella easy. You can do whatever you want if you're unemployed. Christ, them fucking daily messages from L asking to do a podcast were annoying, weren't they? <laughs> fucking hell, get a job. Anytime <laughs> I ask you to do a podcast, you're like. No, I have to be up at 5am for like... Yeah, yeah, fuck me and my job. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a problem, I'm just saying that that's why I didn't message you every day. Uh, yeah, well, get, on, get on with it, get on with it. I'm joined today <laughs> by Jack. You was, yes. And Jack. Yes, what? And Jack. Nope. That was oh, sorry, I meant Loosemore. Nope. Oh, okay. Oh, well. 
this is going well. I love podcasting. It's my podcasting is so easy. It's my hobby. <laughs> I don't know what you're I don't know why everyone doesn't do it. I was um listening back to some older episodes earlier on uh, in the week because I was looking for a specific moment and I couldn't remember what it was. But um, I came across some fucking gold, and I had this idea where I was like, I'm going to make a best of Midnight Hour episode, where it's just... And then I boiled it down to, like, what could it be, like, stuff like maybe when, like, me and Jack spoke about aliens and shit, or, like, the sea people and stuff like that. And then mostly it was, like, nine different Jack Brown quotes <laughs> that were all fucking... Dire. You were saying that, like, you loved ice hockey... But yeah. you hated land hockey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it is the lesser of the hockeys. <laughs> land hockey. <laughs> you said it in such a dick English way. Like, uh, yeah, I love ice hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Not fucking land hockey or whatever. Uh, that's I, amazing. I think it's just called hockey, isn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think it yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're here today to talk about um, all of the things that are happening in the world, starting with the Euros, the uh, Euro Woo! 2014 Part Two, Euro 2016 is what it's called. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, that's what a fucking yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, uh, it can't be any more boring than the Euros has been so far, to be honest. Do you think it's been boring? Yes. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it has been. I think it's been okay, really. I think it's very hard to top what was an amazing season in the Premier League with like Leicester winning it and stuff. Um, the Czech Republic Croatia game was fucking. Amazing. Yeah, I did watch that. That was a bit mental. That was. A great I've game. I've seen reports that the Croatia fans are planning to rush the field and attack the referee um, yeah. in their match this evening or tomorrow. Whatever. Did you get? Did you get? So, you said it as if you got a message off a. Croatian ultra, <laughs> mate. I'm 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 willing with the Croatian ultras, aren't you? They're a great bunch of lads. Yeah, <laughs> it's just banter, really. Yeah, lads on That's what I heard. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So in the Croatia Czech Republic game, Croatia were two 0 up, and then the fans threw like 150 flares onto the pitch, and then a firework blew up in a steward's face, and then Croatia lost their lead, and it ended in a draw. They deserved to lose their fucking lead. So yeah. Pretty much everything you want in a game of football, though. Yeah, there was uh, a good amount of fighting and a good amount of goals. Yeah, so mm. those are what I look for. As an ice hockey fan, <laughs> you can relate to those two things being the things that you're looking for. I mean, it has. Been, I think it has been well boring, though. But I think we'd say, with on a strictly English side there, like English biased, where yeah, we've watched three or four English games and probably, between us, three or four other games... And we haven't seen the best of the games, probably. We've seen England. Yeah. Like, yeah. T- to be honest, and it, I know it's not easy to hear this coming from, like, a, you know, rival, geographically speaking, or whatever, but I can honestly not remember the last time I actually enjoyed watching an England game. Oh, no. Me neither. Uh, I watched England-Germany, the friendly. The oh, yeah. Probably, like, six months yeah. or so, wasn't it? I, I watched that, too, and I didn't think... That was the 1-0 win, right? No, we won 3-2 away. Oh, I didn't yeah. see that. 2-0 down and gone 3-2. Mm. Usually England friendlies end 1-0 with a Wayne Rooney penalty in the 62nd minute. Yeah, but what a win. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't know. Um, international friendlies are the worst. They are, yeah, they're just the most pointless thing because yeah. none of the players want to be there. They're the Liam Neeson of football. I just think if you... If a, if a team who are ranked, I don't know, not very high, 30th in the world can go into a tournament 
play for a nil-nil draw and finish third and qualify kind of takes away something from the tournament. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That tournament, the 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 uh, the way the, the tournament is laid out now, thing, yeah. that's what made the game yesterday what it was. Like, because they they put four defend well four midfielders sitting in front of their fucking four defenders, and that was that. Yeah, and but like you've got that, that's, that's more You're of a case. That? No, <laughs> that's more a case of us not being able to break it down. Yeah, yeah. we we should have won that game, but uh, you know it's kind of you know that probably wouldn't have happened. But we either. shouldn't we shouldn't have won that game. Just if you if you can't put a ball in the back of the net, you don't deserve to win a game. Of football. Yeah, it is yeah. as simple yeah. as that. Like yeah, yeah I, I'm not into the whole like it, look if you play anti football or whatever you want to call it and you get a draw like. That's a draw that you've earned. It doesn't matter what yeah. the statistics. The result is what you deserve. Yeah. That's the fucking result. If you're play, beating a team 1-0 and they get a ridiculous penalty in the last second, then maybe you was unlucky. Yeah. But when you can't put the ball into a net, you don't deserve to win a game of football. Well said, Jack. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm. I, feel, I think I'm going to leave now. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so much tactically wrong with England. Like Vardy, right? He deserves to play for England, but he shouldn't be playing for England. Because it's not his style of football. Like I know, style, the way we be... were playing yesterday was not his style of football. No, Why he was still on? I didn't even know he was still on in the second half. To be Look, honest, Kane was shit in the first two games, and he was shit. Yeah, but it so suits it suits him yeah. like twice as much as it does Vardy. Vardy oh, yeah. needs to plan the break. He needs to get that, the irons. Yeah. Like Kane and... mightn't be coming up with it, but Kane is the guy. Like he he holds it up. Yeah, like Sturridge yeah. holds up as well. But even when Sturridge was playing yesterday. Like he ends up deep in half our midfield midfielders, and it doesn't make sense. He's not a playmaker. He's got pace, and he can finish. So he should be on the last line of defenders, not coming twenty yards deeper to get the ball. I think, like international football, uh, when you do watch it from a neutral perspective, I think England are the most frustrating team in the entire world. Oh, they've got to be surely. I like it, it's it's painful, like honestly, and like I hate criticizing England because the answer is usually, yeah, well, you're from Ireland, and your team is shit, and. Your country had famine, nah, and stuff like that. But like, honestly, just like genuinely, you did, you did have famine though. That's, that's true. true. No, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> but um, I think the way I see it, we're going to end up playing. We'll beat whoever we play against next. So I think it'll be like. But then, for my see, is that whoever well, we play, which is most likely Hungary, they're going to have watched us play Slovakia, seen that we can't unlock a defence. Yeah, eight throw people. ten men behind the ball. And yeah, we're fucked. Like, yeah, exactly. They'll grind it out to penalties, and inevitably we'll lose. That's yeah, but a, if we like, get. I genuinely right. think Northern Ireland would be England. <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah, the worrying thing. Like, the, our best chance from what is it, Group F, is to get Portugal because they might actually a- attack against us. I would love because Ronaldo's not going to defend, is he? Abuse some sort of space that they create by being just as shit as we are. If we I just, if, right. if I didn't watch football and someone was like, here, watch this Portugal Iceland game and tell me what you think, I'd be like, wow. That Ronaldo, is that his name? He is the worst footballer in the world. But very persistent. Jesus Christ, it's, man. Uh, with the goal that got us to equalise against Wales, Vardy's goal, that was a lucky goal because it was a shit defensive header that yeah. came off him and went into his path. Yeah. The second goal was all right. It was well worked. But we, we, if we don't score goals early, and by early I mean like the first half hour. Well, then in the first half. Like in we the have first to half. Score a goal in the first half. Yeah. yeah, if we don't score within the first half hour or so, in the first or the first half, yeah, then we're done because we just fucking. I put it on Twitter yesterday. The player just sort of holds the ball and then tries to run through the defence as if they're invisible. Well, we we haven't we don't actually create players who are able to take on players and beat them with pace or no. skill. Like no. we yeah. have people we have, we who have are Sterling able, we're passing the ball from side to side. We have Sterling who is fucking wank. Sterling, right? right. 
Sterling is a Sterling's a really, really good player and probably the most talented of all the English players. But he's very young and he's he's played more games um for what his age is than any other player in history. Like no player twenty one yeah. years old has started and played as many ninety minute games as Sterling has in history. Like you can't do that with your young talents or you will actually burn like Messi and Ronaldo had, had not played as many games as Sterling has already. That's ridiculous for starters. But also, he's coming off the back of a really bad six months. Like he had, he had a pretty good start to the season. It has to be said. And like statistically, you wouldn't think it, but he was a better player than Coutinho last season. Statistically, more goals, more assists, like more, you know, successful take-ons, better passing, better shoot, better shot accuracy. I think it's been in a better team though. I just don't well. think he can kick a ball. That's my only thing. Like, I think he, I think he won. Has he like ever it. kicked a ball really hard? Have you ever seen him kick a ball really hard? <laughs> no. If you can't kick a ball really hard, you're a footballer. What about what about the 2014 World Cup where he thought he scored against yeah, Italy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we did that was a, that was amazing. Yeah, I was watching. Was amazing, I was watching it down the pub, and some bloke ran outside with his shirt off, <laughs> throwing it around in the air, and he came in like 30 seconds later and saw that we didn't actually score. <laughs> what's sad is that was our best moment in that World Cup. I know. We peaked, <laughs> we peaked. With, with a goal that wasn't a goal. With a goal that hit the side netting. Yeah. Oh. That's true. Classic <laughs> England. I'd love it if uh, I'd love it if you got Portugal again and like once again Rooney stamped on Carvalho's balls and once again the entire England nation blames Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck Ronaldo for letting Rooney stamp on someone. Yeah, because like Ronaldo went over to the ref and said red card. Ronaldo, the Portuguese man, said to the Argentinian referee, red card in English. And then the referee was like, oh shit, really? I agree. <laughs> that's how football works. Yeah, sorry, I didn't know what I was doing there. Yeah. What, game you, what game were you watching? Thank you, Cristiano, for your honesty. <laughs> yeah, man, football is the but if, no, The way I see it, though, we're gonna, we'll come up against France if we win our knockout game we should do anyway and yeah. France I think France are very similar to us they've got a lot of quite good individual players but then they don't really seem to be doing that well as a team France have, have got a lot a more fucking... individual talent than we do though yeah but France have a con man of a manager <clears throat> and they have yeah, that's true. Dimitri Payet who's a fucking cunt <laughs> I love how like about 95% of your tweets are anti-West Ham tweets oh god I ah. I, uh... I find new levels of hate every time I think about them. It's so funny because quite often, like, I mean, one of my main philosophies and one of the main, like, mantras that I'm always revising and spouting online is how, like, football fans are the worst because they think that different fans of different clubs are different. But in reality, they're all just... Oh, they're exactly the same. Yeah. They just argue about who can sing better. Yeah. (laughs) And who fucking cares, you... It, bunch it's a bunch of hard, slugs. like working class lads, and they're yeah. like, "We outsang you at your own ground." <laughs> it's well done. You've had forty fucking stellars. Of course, you've outsung us, you tit. <laughs> <laughs> and you still bury West Ham in every single tweet that you make. Oh god, I fucking hate them. <laughs> it's their fans because they've they've got this delusions of grandeur, haven't they? It's really it's hard to be, because you live in that area. Yeah, everyone's a West Ham fan. Yeah, it's really hard because, like, I live in Ireland and everyone here supports Man United. And, like, there's no reason or rhyme to it. They support Man United because they win lots of Most, titles. Yeah, most foreign people, well, people who are foreign to this country, support Man United. Yeah, and, and like... Or Liverpool, because that was where back like, in the 80s and 90s. They all have the same story, too. Like, oh, you know, Roy Keane, blah, 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 whatever. Like... 
I, I don't know. It, it's fine. Like, I don't really criticize people for supporting a football team because, like, I'm a huge Tottenham fan and it's literally just because of Robbie Keane because he's my favorite player, like, of all time. But um, I, I, it's just, it's really hard to put up with their shit sometimes when you're faced with such nonsensical arguments. Like, because I, I talk about, like, I don't know, we'll be in the pub talking about football and I'll be like, to be honest with you, like, Carrick is past it by a long way. Like, United need a whole new midfield. And then they'll be like, yeah, but you support Celtics. You don't know what you're talking about. And I'm just like, <laughs> all right, then. Like, for the remainder of this conversation, I support Real Madrid. Therefore, my opinion is actually even better than yours now. Yeah. Because you support Man United. So, actually... <laughs> the biggest problem with football fans, there's no real, like, measurement of who's who's the biggest club and stuff like that. And the biggest argument football, well, football fans have is, oh, we've got bigger club than yours. We're we're, yeah, we're, yours. we're a bigger club. That, do you know what? I, I call that the Newcastle argument because I always... See, I, I like. Yeah, because I think they're massive. Like... They genuinely, like, there is definitely a, 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 a sizable section of Newcastle fans that have this sense of, like, I don't really understand exactly what it is they think they should be achieving as a club, but they definitely think that they are a club that should be held in as high a regard as the likes of, say, even, like, Tottenham or Arsenal or a team like but that. I think with football clubs, just because you've got a large amount of fans in one area doesn't make you a big club. It just means they are local to the club, therefore they support them. To be honest with you, like the whole purpose of these sort of tribal arguments, where it's like, oh, we, like we've we've a bigger fan set in like East Sussex or whatever. Like, are you supposed to be like, actually, shit, that's true. I actually support your team now. Like, yeah, sorry, let me mean? change. Yeah, like, why are, why would you argue a thing like that? I, I, it's very very odd. You see it all the time with like. I don't know, like, Arsenal fans on Twitter are so fucking passionate and they'll argue every single thing they can even think of to the point where you get grown men, like, being interviewed for Arsenal fan TV saying, look, let's not talk about spend. Let's talk about uh, net, net spend. spend. Like, what are you doing? Like, just... <laughs> yeah, what, at what point do you think that's normal? Yeah, that, what yeah. Is, why is that normal human behaviour? Do you go home and look at yourself in the mirror and think like I fucking I killed it with that that, that, that interview that today? End argument like yeah. Jesus, no one's got us now. Now all the City fans are gonna support Arsenal and <laughs> it's like when City won the FA Cup and there was this huge viral thing going around Twitter where it was like oh this is when United won the FA Cup and it was like hordes of people celebrating and it was like here's when City won the FA Cup and there was like four people there and it's like. What like what is a city fan supposed to do there? Look at that picture and go, shit, yeah, they have more fans. I better just. I better stop. switch. Yeah, like is that the end game or is it just a case of we're better than you, we have more fans? But still, what's the end game of saying a statement like that? You know, like you know, Man United might have more fans than Man City, but like statistically, Man City are better right now. So deal with it. Like historically, Man United are more successful. Like, I think I think all that really comes down to is football fans are fucking idiots. Which is why we're gonna we're gonna take the conversation to the direction of what's been happening in uh, in France with the hooliganism. Yes, football fans oh. are fucking idiots. <laughs> no, because this is, on that point. This, this is the extreme version of uh, of net spend. The extreme version of net spend <laughs> is throwing a flaming deck chair at some innocent refugee net child. Deck chair throwing. Yeah. How many did you throw compared to how many thrown at you? Here's the thing that I don't get. Um, it started off, the first reports of it were England fans. And um, there was all these videos of like local businesses on fire and 
police with tear gas and stuff. Why? Why does yeah. that happen? <laughs> How does it escalate from that to that? I know why it happens sometimes. Like you go out, you go out into a town and there's like thousands of pissed up blokes. Like someone's going to start a fight. But when you've got groups of men throwing stuff at other groups of men because they're singing a different song or they support a different team, then that's where you've got to look at yourself and think, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Yeah, I saw this uh, Ken Early article that... Um, I usually don't really like his stuff, but I thought he... Because he was there and he saw it all firsthand, and he was quite defensive of the English fans, which you don't see a lot of. Um, although that, that tide is definitely like changing at the moment. But he was there saying, like, look, it's easy to see why the locals were, um, what's the word? They were, like, offended by the, like, the English fans came over, they took their t-shirts off, they cheered about how they'd taken over your town and how they're better than you and stuff like that. And I was, like, thinking to myself, like, is that really what it is? Is it just a sort of a, a complex or, like, a, you know, a train of thought where you have to announce yourself like that? Because, like, the Irish fans there have already won the best fans of the tournament thing. Oh, fuck it. And, uh, like, whoa. they just... What's that based on? How many deck chairs are they throwing? <laughs> it's based on this, like, video every now and then of some Irish fan doing something nice. Well, that no. That doesn't, make, that doesn't mean fuck all. I'm that's, not saying it from... There's the any number of English fans who are doing exactly the same. I'm not saying it to brag. Like, it's... You know, like, the French headlines are... Well, not headlines, but, you know, like, the sports headlines are about how the Irish fans are, like, the best fans and stuff like that because French people yeah, find them but... to be very polite and, they like, they turn up and sing with the people, whereas I think English fans turn up and sing with the people. I think that's this mad thing where, every, like, people from other countries want to be Irish. Like, Americans love the Irish. We're just not very good at singing in acapella, that's what it is. I think that's what it boils down to. Like, people love the Irish for whatever reason. Yeah, for sure. Well, like, I, 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 think... I think that's... This like they've figured it out before, and they've but they're not even seeing what people are doing. There's any number of Irish fans who are being idiots. I like I don't know like because we get fucking mad coverage over here, and like I like I don't even care about it. It's nothing to me like to say oh we're the best fans. Like that means nothing to me. Do you know? Like I'm not gonna be like the United fans saying we have more fans than you. Yes, it's a it's a Liverpool argument. Yeah, it is. Like I just I find it interesting that honestly, like having been abroad as an Irish person, like they do have a tendency to turn up to whatever local thing is and like join in or you know what I mean? Like I I think there's definitely like fucking schools of uh, teenagers from Ireland that go off to Magaluf and make dicks out of themselves. And... How do you know that the local culture in France isn't Deck chair throwing. <laughs> because the media reports and the TVS <laughs> suggest otherwise at the moment. But, um, and like, I, I don't know, like, I'm not trying to lay blame. Like, I, I, I'm sure there's probably people who are already offended by what I'm saying, but like, I do think it's a definite problem because it, this isn't the first time that England fans have been blamed for doing that. It happens at every single tournament. Like, oh, yeah, but that's because we've got any, we've got a, a minor, not a minority, I think there's quite a a bigger minority than others of fucking Mongo fans. Yeah, I'd say, so. like, it's it's the same people who, they go to France and throw that black guy out of the train and sing about being racist, or they go to Germany and, like, destroy that business from that. Oh, oh yeah, them them 20 fans, them chil- them 20 Chelsea fans, yeah. like, the whole club racist. Yeah. Yep. But, like, and, that and, is... And, and their captain as well, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think John Terry's... Blatant racism makes him racist. <laughs> <laughs> I think his hatred is... of minorities makes him. Racist. <laughs> yeah. 
I think his controversial opinions on immigration yeah. make but yeah like um I, I, I like that's what it, I don't know like like does the responsibility lie at the hands of the FA then if that's the case absolutely I, not well, like I know this, the French authorities asked every country for a list of uh, people that they'd identified as potential hooligans. Switzerland gave them a list of eight hundred people. Russia gave them a list of forty. So, like, yeah, but that's Russia. I know, but like, you've got to know that there's there are people. How many? How many did England give? I'd, I'd like to know. Thirty-five thousand. Well, they gave them a picture of Boris. every single fan. Like, gave them a picture of Nigel we've, ga- we, we've gathered this picture. We've gathered everyone for a picture. Sorry, mate. It looks like you just took it off Google Maps in the whole fucking country. <laughs> this is the country, yeah. <laughs> it's a like, it just put a picture of like, Phil Mitchell up and goes, anyone that looks like that. <laughs> like, if you think about it statistically, like, it, you know, it, it's not a, like, xenophobic thing or, like, a, a case of laying the blame, but, like, the Premier League is the most, like, it, it has the most fans. It attracts them. And the Championship is, like, fourth for what leagues attract the most fans. So, like, statistically, England have the most football fans. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. statistically, they're going to have the most hooligans. The weird, the, I think the weirdest thing this says it well. What says it all about these fans who are doing it is you get. I know like West Ham fans, and I know they've got they're quite they're not, well, they're sort of good mates with a lot of Millwall fans, mm. and these they will go to a game where West Ham play Millwall and they will fight each other just because they support other teams, and then they'll go over to France or England fan and they'll just go as a group together and fight French people or fight whoever. That just proves what they're doing. They're going out for a fight. They're not going out for the love of football. And stuff yeah, like. football is just the conduit through which football's they push just their yeah. Agenda. Football's just the coincidence. Yeah, in that situation, it's, it's more like like they just have their own deeply rooted personal problems. Yeah, they're too thick to articulate, so it turns into like violence and stuff. And yeah, like. I think that's like pretty much my point is that England has more of those because England has more football fans. Yeah, there's uh, just but a... also it's easier to get to France, isn't it? I mean, I don't think we've had anywhere near as much trouble in South Africa in the World Cup in 2010. Yeah, there there wasn't. In 2010 was kind of a like a... exactly because because it, it takes a fucking long long while to get to South Africa, so they were probably like, nah, you know what? We'll just stay at home and fight each other. Yeah, and in so... Brazil they had the. All those new fucking tanks and like all the police yeah. dressed up as Darth Vader and shit. Because they got um, when when there's a huge thing like the Olympics on, it's basically an excuse for the local governments to like try out all these new like military equipment and stuff like that. So because um, the Olympics was so close to Brazil, they they trialed it at the World Cup and that led to a huge downturn in the number of like fan incidents because the police were armed to the teeth and yeah, I think if you see people like that. It's all about minorities, and like the large amount of people, there's going to be fucking idiots. Yeah, like oh, look, at, sure. look at America. Like, they've got they have like, always in the news because some twat's gone on a fucking rampage or something. More but on that later. There's there's 350 million people in that country. Yeah. There's going to be a large number yeah. of twats. <laughs> and that's uh, the same thing with Russia, right? Who are yeah. going over there armed with gum shields and MMA gloves and fucking GoPros just purely dedicated to beating the shit out of people. I can't yeah. fault their efforts. Did like, you see uh, one of them French, pub- I forget what one it was, um, they ran a story where they interviewed like one of the leaders of uh, Russian hooligan gang and he said, yeah, like we've all united to go over there. We're not trying to kill people or seriously injure them. Like We just want to show that the English are a bunch of girls and we're the best hooligans. <laughs> so like, how can you... Fucking hell. I saw the thing that said, "Oh, uh, English, the like, English like made it what it is, like being a hooligan, and they were the teachers, and that we were the students, and the go, and now we're the teachers, and it's like, well done, 
Get a job, you <laughs> fucking cunt in a tracksuit. <laughs> You've mastered the art of hooliganism. <laughs> oh, Russia. Is there a scientific reason for why we in the Western world are only shown images of Russians when they are being fucking, like, batshit insane? Well, they don't have any other form of, like, being. I tell you they what, just though, are that shit insane. Is I, that what it is? I play a yeah. lot of I play a lot of Counter Strike, right? <laughs> and a lot of Russians play that, and they are angry fucking going. people. They are angry fucking people. <laughs> like, I think fucking like, microphones are. Wouldn't you be people. angry if the rest of the world was in you know 2016 and you were still stuck in the 1960s? Oh, Jack is burying Russia live on the midnight. I hour. think I'd be quite angry as well if the only things to do were to drink and be cold. <laughs> that is all Russians do. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. That's completely false, right? Because when I think of Russians, right, I, I, I try and not stereotype anybody because that's, you know, like statistics show that that's not entirely correct and it gives a false perception. I mean, stuff. it's bad, but I just think of people in tracksuits. Yeah, no, but yeah. When, I, when I try and pull myself out of that and drinking. I say, like, what, what do I know about Russians? Well, I've never met one. So from what I've encountered online of Russians, I know that they love to beat the shit out of people. I yes. know that they love, like, rioting, uh, football hooliganism. I know that they love jumping off of really high fucking buildings for yeah. some reason. Yeah, they do enjoy doing that. And yeah. I know that they love crashing their cars into shit. <laughs> I, like, I like love those, those Russian dash cams where there's yeah, just... Yeah, fucking mental. <laughs> there's just, like, some fucking snowy road, and all you can see is, like, a windshield wiper going up and down, wiping snow <laughs> off, and then through the haze, you just see a fucking tank <laughs> driven by a dog holding a bottle of vodka through some fucking traffic jam, chased by a dinosaur, and, like, that's just Russia. That's I, just what I they mean, do. I mean, I've met a Russian Blake, and he was really nice, and it might be just because he was outside of Russia. Yeah, I like, will hey, say, uh, <laughs> I, I, I know a guy that used to live in Russia, he was a mechanic, and uh, he says that, like, you know, the West's perception of Russia is not entirely accurate. Like, on a serious note, like, it's regularly sunny over there, the winters are harsh, but the summers are pretty damn good. Um, yeah, because it's basically on the same level as us. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. And, like, yeah, sure, they go they have... It goes further south than us sometimes, in some places as well. Yeah. Sort of further north, yeah. Like, yeah. It's... Yeah, it's, it's it's a bigger extreme because it's a bigger country, and I think that's you know the same with a lot of the like the nations that have a high population tend to have ex, not like high rates of extreme things. I like how we started off this work by saying that Russia is a horrible place. Now we're going to end with, but St. Petersburg is really nice in the spring. So we should walk <laughs> <over>. <laughs> uh, I know nothing about Russia. I just I just think that. What like what the internet thinks of Russia is just like the greatest stereotype like uh, i'm yeah, sure it's completely inaccurate and the thing about dash cams is that they have a lot of insurance claims that get unsolved in russia because so they have to have there's no evidence yeah so they have cameras now and like you're not going to upload your drive where nothing eventful happens so because of that you're seeing the mental of the mental yeah you're seeing comets flying through the sky and fucking tanks <laughs> rolling people over a guy driving a car with a fucking spanner onto the thing because his steering wheel is missing like <laughs> I think the only country you really we really know what's going on underneath is like something like North Korea, like we see through like the the first impression sort of thing. To be honest with you, even then, like a lot of the North Koreans are aware of what kind of country they live in. 
a lot of them are business owners. Like there are a fair few wealthy North Koreans who understand the nature of what they've been given and they've managed to, you know what I mean? Like it, I think you would be surprised by how prosperous certain regions of North Korea can be. But at the same time, yeah, like you are right. It's a, you know, it's, it's an absolute oppression. It's, it's, it, 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 like for most people, it's a death sentence. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the gulags and all that, like it's a scary fucked up place, but I, st- I still think like a lot of what we think about that stuff is wrong. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. know. Like seeing all of the, seeing the pictures from people who have kind of gone on, um, got on trips there and taken the photos that they're not meant to take. And seeing things like, you know, all just kinds of, all kinds of fucked up shit. Like none of the, uh, slave camps or anything, but like fake shop fronts that they put out for the tourists. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, like, you know, even in the, um, what was the, uh, really shit Seth Rogen and James Franco film? Oh yeah. Yeah. North, yeah, yeah that was fucking terrible. Yeah. But a lot of that, like you can see a lot of pictures from people that have been to North Korea and they do have fake shop fronts and just massive open streets that, no Basically like actors, aren't they? Actors who walk around pretending yeah, doing something. Yeah, it's so weird. It's so fucked up. I read a story a while ago um, about this guy who, he lived in, uh, I think he lived in like a trailer park or something like that, but he was a fairly poor American guy and he worked for, uh, his, his boss was like also a friend and he was like kind of rich. And he said, if you um, if you get me a sign the guy was going to North Korea uh, as part of some college thing, some college funded thing or something. Um, and his boss was like, if you steal a propaganda sign for me, I'll give you like $5,000 or something like that. And he said, if you get caught, um, I'll give your mother like 20000 something like that, which is shady in itself. I don't know caught. why you'd stipulate stuff like that. He yeah, got caught, didn't he? He got caught and he got sentenced to 21 years of hard labor, hard labor. labor they call it, don't they? Yeah. yeah. So like that's, I think he was twenty-one or something like that. So going to spend the next. Yeah, it's his life over. That's said what he's lived already. Yeah. And like, like Bill Clinton will probably get him out because that's what he does now. You're a nice guy. Yeah, he just goes to North Korea and saves people. Good old Bill. Such a fucking great. I hope Obama starts doing shit like that when he's done. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like I kind of think they don't really care about. Um, Bill Clinton, but I think it might be different when uh, when Obama's finished. I, I think Obama's a great guy, and I think uh, as he's coming out of his term, he's sort of like a lot more. Look, I've only got a few months left, so fuck. Let's it. see what I can what do. I think. I think he's kind of seeing what you can do now, isn't he? You like, guys and your guns can fuck off. I think that's what he's like. He's just very like. He's a lot more upfront now, and it, it's stupid that politicians have to lie and they have to like put on a front and all that but like that's it's to do with red tape it's it? it just yeah it's you know. the world that we've you know not it's the world that we've watched politicians create so yeah <laughs> what yeah. are you gonna do about it yeah it's fucking <laughs> shit um uh, i was gonna like um talk about guns in america but I, I don't even know if i want to um should we just say guns are bad uh, like yeah stop fucking killing people jesus christ i've forever like on my channel just been like Fuck. really like look I don't live there, so I don't know. Like, maybe there's something that I'm missing, because culturally I come from a completely different place than America. I don't know why anyone would need a gun. And, like, I've held that stance for a long time. And, like, it gets to a stage where you're like, for fuck's sake, what do you need a fucking AR-15 for? Like, why do you have that in your house? Do you honestly think you have it in you 
to defend your family that's, against that's a it. wave of ISIS. Like, what? Like, you're not John McClane or I think, it was, uh, I think it was Jim Jeffries down there. He goes, like, you get this gun to protect your family, and it's called an assault rifle. Yeah. An so, assault uh, rifle. What are you doing with that? I don't really like Jim Jeffries that much. I think he is very funny, but I'm not really into his humor because he's like, I think he's like part intellectual, but like part lad. And it's the yeah, part I, think, I can't deal with. Like, I watched his alcoholic. That Russell Brand. He starts off by saying, well, women are cunts, aren't they? And, like, it's, I don't care that he, like, I know that's a joke, and I'm not like, oh, he's a misogynist, because I know he's not, and I know that that's a joke. It's just, that's not really banter that I'm... <laughs> it's just like, okay. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, wow, no comedian has ever pointed out the differences between men and women before, so this is this should be refreshing. <laughs> I'll tell you how I did that now. Bill Burr's really good. Oh, I can't stand him. Really? He's just... Like, I get it, you don't like political correctness. Fuck off. Yeah, he doesn't like women either. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, like, I, I avoid saying that because he has a very passionate group of fans. But, like, it's pretty clear from what he says that he, he doesn't. Or at least he doesn't value them as highly as he... Now, I can't say shit like that. Like, it's not okay <laughs> to say stuff like that. But that he says stuff about women that I disagree with, and it's just annoying, I think, like... like put it this way in my recommended things on youtube he comes up all the time because i watch a lot of comedy stuff and when i saw it coming up saying uh bill burr on johnny depp and amber heard like it was no surprise oh this can only go well yeah like (laughs) i knew exactly what was coming oh yeah he goes yeah i think i was because i do i listen to his podcasts he he said uh, um was it in the podcast he's talking about he's going you have no idea people have no idea what's actually happened there yeah, and like, like I agreed it, with it, and do you know what? Which is one hundred percent right. Like someone's come out and said he's done something. Let's wait until it's proved. Yeah, for properly. sure. And like I agree with a lot of what Bill Burr says. Like that's another thing I do really agree with a lot of what he says, and he is always right. But like he just comes across like such a cunt that I just want to, and that's his job. But it's it's, it's, it's like he has his opinion, and that's that's one hundred percent right according yeah. to. Yeah, well, it, but, it's but just but I do fate. find I, do, I just find his opinions are funny and shit like that. Like. He was like, well. Doug Stanhope came out and said that Johnny Depp, you know, would never lay a finger on anyone. So, like, why would the guy be lying? That's actually quite a good impression. <laughs> I'm not going to say it there. That's actually quite a good impression. But, like, that that was the whole thing. And it's like, yeah, why would Doug Stanhope lie? It's not like he's ever lied before. Like, I don't know. It's, you know, that's one guy. It's, didn't someone else come out and say that they saw Amber Heard kick, or Johnny Depp kick Amber Heard on a plane or something like that? No. Yeah, everyone's some, there's always been someone coming out, though, isn't there? Like, there's no point in in offering an opinion at this point. All I'm going to say is my favourite tweet of all time is when Rob Delaney said, Son of a bitch if I didn't just open my wardrobe and find Johnny Depp fucking my scarves. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <that's> amazing. <laughs> but, um... What was I saying before that happened? Oh yeah, the gun thing. Everything Jim Jeffrey said about guns was just I was just like fucking thank Christ. Like everything it was, What, do you think it was good? Oh so spot on. Like, yeah. The way right, he just way... said as well, like because he, he said, Look, you don't own them because you want to defend your family or because you're afraid of some uh government coming in and taking over. Like you want it because it's a fantasy. Just you, want, a, you want it because it's a yeah. gun. It's a, it is a fantasy. Like, I grew up watching Die Hard and, like, you know, all the fucking... Like, all the action movies, all the, the low-rate B movies, all of that stuff. Like, I would love to hold a gun in my hands and be like, oh, yeah, I'm John McClane. But, like... Yeah, but it's the same reason, like, I really want to own a real-life lightsaber. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. stupid. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's never going to happen. And, and if just... you did own one, you would be missing a limb right now. Oh, yeah. Sev- several. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'd have tripped over swinging it around in the bathroom. Yeah, and I'd have killed myself. Yeah. The um, he says in his stand up like the worst uh, the worst massacre that Australia ever had. Is, I think it's worse than anything like America's ever had. This week. After that, the yeah. government came out and said, "Right, well, no more guns." It was this week and years ago that it happened. Yeah, and they did, and they like banned guns. Yeah, they, they haven't had a massacre since. Yeah, yeah and they to bought be honest, back at this point. America is way too far gone in terms of it guns. It is. It is. It's yeah, but they're too. The NRA controls too much, doesn't it? Yeah, well, no, because it's not they... even that. It's just the sheer volume of them. Like, there's no way they can contain that many weapons. And it's also, scary, just, it's scary right. how all their politics works because they've got so many like lobbyists. They've got so many lobbyists and so many senators and so many governors in their pocket that they'll never be able to get past this gun thing. They did a vote recently, which the uh, Republicans blocked. Uh, they came up with four separate proposals for how to... Not how to ban guns, not how to limit the ability to buy guns. How to keep guns out of the hands of terrorists. That was how the bill was proposed. Yeah, yeah. And it was, yeah, it was and what Obama said like a week before the Orlando shooting. That a guy can be on a no-fly list, he can be on an FBI watch list, um, but he cannot be put on a don't-buy-guns list. And that's right. something that he, as president, can't even do. And then, literally a week later, a guy someone who, was, who is yeah, on a watch list, yeah, someone who was on a, one of those lists. I don't think he was on a no-fly list, but he was. They were aware of him. And didn't were, a, he had a gun license for security or something, didn't he? Yeah, he had a fucking AR-15 and a handgun when he went in there that he owned legally, that he purchased them both legally. And like Obama called it like the week before, and. and Donald Trump thinks people in the club should have had a gun. Yeah, and there was yeah, a so fucking armed. Everyone should there have. was an armed officer in the club. Yeah, but you're talking about one officer against a man with. Doesn't matter. This, he's a guy this, with a gun. This, who, a guy with a gun who's trained had, to use it. So this if armed officer argument... would have had a fucking a pistol, and his his fifteen dollars an hour isn't really worth him trying to be a hero. That's yeah. the no. thing, though, right? Like that's the way that a logical person would look at it. So therefore, surely you think if you if you think your country's going to be invaded and you having a fucking AR-15 is going to stop you against a fucking drone, like nope. Yeah, are you gonna are you gonna put your family in danger by trying to fight people off? Yeah, fuck off. Like you're but gonna like, get overpowered eventually, aren't you? They, I don't they, really yeah. see the problem owning a hand. If you're in a house in America and you own a handgun and you want to stop uh, somebody from a home invasion, say somebody like somebody wants to steal something and you use that to protect your family, you don't fire that weapon. You just use it as a source of protection. I don't really have a problem with that. That's in there. That's a Second Amendment. But there's no reason for anybody in that country to own an assault rifle at all. No. Yeah, there's just no reason for it. They put through the four proposals, all got rejected by 51 separate uh, senators, and 49 of them were funded by the NRA. And yeah. like, if you, like if you if you think that's not a problem, it is a problem. And I saw um, Bill O'Reilly was on the Stephen Colbert show, and like, I don't hate Bill O'Reilly. Um, I disagree with him on pretty much everything he says, but I do think he believes what he says much more than the likes of Glenn Beck and clowns like that do. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's sort of... Like, at least he's actually dedicated and he's not just, like, whatever. Um, And he was saying about the Second Amendment, and he was like, well, look, we were attacked by ISIS. And it's like, for fuck's sake, this guy declared allegiance to fucking Hezbollah, Al-Qaeda, and ISIS, and those are three separate organizations that all hate each other. Had nothing yeah. to do with his religion. It had nothing to do with being radicalized. Hey, this yeah, was he's... a guy who regularly went to that gay club. He regularly went on gay dating. Like he's a guy with identity issues. He claims yeah. allegiance not long before he fucking does it. Yeah, and then ISIS come out. ISIS but come out and go. Yeah, America have had mass shootings before that aren't down to to 
to like ter- terrorism of that nature. They're just down to confused teenagers or men- mental illness. Yeah, exactly. But did you see they they um, they foiled the plot of a guy, a white guy with a backpack heading to the Pride uh, LA, parade LA or in LA? Yeah, he yeah. had he had two guns and he had bombs and shit. Fucking hell! And he didn't get anywhere, right? But if he makes it and the Muslim guy gets caught beforehand, it's a much different discussion that you're having about yeah. guns. It's, it's still it's still a hate crime where whoever it is, whatever yeah. religion they are, and for if, some it's, reason... if it's if it's a southern bloke from Texas or something doing it, then it's a hate crime. If it's a Muslim doing it because it's against his religion, it's still a hate crime no matter which way you look at it. Yeah. The the Republicans still haven't acknowledged it as a hate crime either, and I I find it really crazy because you really see how tribal everything is, right? When um if you search for what opinions um people on the right are saying, it's stuff like ah oh, he he did this because he hates gays and stuff like that, and it's like motherfucker, five years ago you hated gays. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's so weird the way they're it it's like it goes like uh. Muslims then gays like Muslims are worse than the gays like that's the way they're like they're like oh look if someone kills gays well they're gay but if a Muslim kills gays that's because he's a Muslim like it's just it's just I, I did like that Donald Trump, Donald Trump came out with the whole well first of all the, the wall thing it wouldn't have happened if we had the wall which is nonsense because <laughs> they can still fly in yeah and then a, guy, the a guy that was where... born in New York yeah he guy was, like, was yeah. born in America it wouldn't have happened if we didn't allow any Muslims in the country and he was born, I think he was born like 20 kilometres away from where Trump was born in New York or something. I think, I think he forgets people can climb walls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are such things as others. People can dig under walls yeah. as well, surprisingly. Yeah, he had of sledgehammers? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, he's a fucking clown. It, like, it, it's a damning indictment on that culture that he's made it as far as he that he's the fucking leading candidate for it's, it's scary that it after all this scary. after all this you've got two people to vote for one is donald trump and the other one is hillary clinton and hillary clinton has never been a particularly popular politician in any like she, no. in fact she's and actually they, most of them hate her because of the benghazi thing right? yeah and she is fucking annihilating trump in opinion polls so but like, that, that's more that's more because it's fucking that's trump not her isn't it yeah, exactly. It's it's Trump. It's that everyone hates. How can the Republicans not come up with a more realistic candidate than Donald Trump? And like, there's guys in the Republican Party who are like decent politicians. Like, I would have said Chris Christie would be a great nomination, but they've gone with fucking Trump. Like, the guy is a fucking insane like lunatic who wants to fuck his own daughter. <laughs> yeah, he he's like a comic book villain. Is what he is. It's a joke. But, like, yeah. I actually. I've always maintained that, like, you know, a lot of the ignorance in the world is a vocal minority and stuff like that. And lately, I really find myself like I don't think it is. It I, clearly, I doubt that because some someone wouldn't hit someone like him wouldn't get any closer power, closer than power than he is if there wasn't a very large majority of people who have this in them. It's crazy because there's not. I don't. There can't be many people voting for him because oh, I like his policy on the economy. He has one policy, and it's build a wall. That and, is the only policy. And Muslims from entering the country. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it, I don't know. Um, I see a lot of people who are anti-political correctness saying we're taking uh, this ban on free speech too far and stuff like that. 
And like, we are kind of harsh. I literally just said we are kind of harsh on America on the podcast a lot of time. But we, yeah. like three quarters of us have been there. And it's a really lovely country. Like it's. But, like, but at the same time, what's going to get broadcasted here? The good news or the bad news? Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I, I, to be honest, I've always taken shit for how anti-American we are. But like I've always been really pro-American. And like Jack Brown is the most anti-American person on the show. And but he, I have been there. Like, he's been seven there like times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Twice know. in the last three years. Like, it, yeah. Like being completely genuine like i live in ireland it's a fairly normal country in every sense it's neutral like we we don't have like mass shootings we don't have any form of excess really in this country apart from binge drinking or whatever Um, we do that well america seems just crazy to me i think the thing is when we go yeah sorry jack go on when we go to america we see like i mean the last time like two times i've been been new york and most people who go to america they're going to new york they're going to orlando i mean orlando is florida so it's full of fucking mentalists anyway (laughs) but new york like it's the equivalent of being in london and people in london are fucking rude so when we go over there to america to new york and people are being fucking rude and they are some of the rudest people ever meet then we just come back and go, fucking Americans are rude. Yeah. Because that's all we've seen. Yeah, there's, um, I, I really dislike how uh, Irish people react when Americans are like, oh, like, my great granddad is Irish or whatever. And they're always, like, bigging up their Irish heritage and stuff. And to me, like, that's a compliment. Like, it's fucking amazing that these people from, the, you know, one of the, like, greatest countries in the world just wants more than nothing else to be Irish. Yeah, that's what I earlier. And express that, and, like, Irish people are just like, would you ever fuck off? Like, I don't think they realise how depressing it is, not like that, but, like, to be, to be, like, to be Irish and normal, like, Mm. it's not a, it's not special at all. Yeah. It's like like people in England who would, like, or people watch that fucking Towie show, Wish They're From Essex, like, it's exactly the same here as it is there, you're just looking at one person's life in this city. It's flattering though to I don't like I don't know I I think they're harmless and they just want a piece of their heritage because America while it's rich, doesn't really have any, does it? Yeah, it's like it's rich in culture and stuff, but like white America's you know cultural history is you know genocide and <laughs> you know fighting yeah. off the British and stuff like that. And I guess that's a thing we have in common with them, you know, the fighting off the British part. But, Being fought off. Yeah, but like it's. Ruddy Irish. Yeah. You'll never beat the Irish. Yeah. Like, the one thing that I noticed when I went to America recently was that it's just, like, it's not that dissimilar from England. It's just everything's turned up to 11. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, I, I everything that. Like, everything is, so, is bigger. Roads are bigger. Cars like, are bigger. Yeah. It sounds so much, so ridiculous and so cliche. Yeah. But everything really is bigger. It is, yeah. Like, it's just, it's just unreal. Like, you can't really wrap your head around it. A lot of the times it's, like, so pointless as well. Like, you know when Hurricane Sandy or whatever, whatever, like, huge thing is incoming and it shows, like, droves of Americans queuing on freeways to get out of that state. And, like, it's a freeway, you know. It's in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by grass and stuff like that. And they're there and they're four by four, but they're parked on the freeway. And you're like, if you were ever (laughs) thinking about... If you've been to four by four, enable the four by four and drive on the grass... Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a whole country of people like doing just the older, uh, the old Chelsea tractor, like not actually using the four x four for what it's meant to be. And and it's the same reason that people buy guns. It's a fantasy. It's the yeah. same, you know, you know that show. Well, uh, no, it's, it's because they can. 
Well, yeah, else, it, they're allowed. Well, here's yeah. the thing, right? I think it's it's afforded to them as an opportunity, but it's also sold to them so well. Like yeah. the fucking advertising and like commercials, as they call them, are fucking crazy in America. Yeah. The scariest thing of all of it is that you can go to a fucking Walmart and buy a gun. Yeah. You can go to a fucking Walmart, the criminal going to Sainsbury's and yeah. buy a gun. There's a video online of uh, a 16-year-old going to um, buy a lottery ticket and getting denied, buying a packet of cigarettes and getting denied, buying a bottle of beer and getting denied, trying to get a tattoo and getting denied, and going to a Walmart and buying a gun. Yeah. <laughs> you can't understand it. No. You, that's the thing, though, is that you just can't understand it. It's just... It's not normal really in what we consider to be normal in our safe European homes yeah. I don't know it's it's uh, pretty I want to say as a disclaimer I have like a lot of American family so uh, <laughs> I have an idea of you know like I've sp- I don't hate America <laughs> please don't, don't hate America no, just... I, quite, I quite like America it's, it's just not so yeah, well, I, I would actually genuinely move there uh, but it's just I think from from our point of view living where we live and the viewpoint of what we see day to day is just it's just kind of horrifying to see that they they can allow something like that to happen when the when the alternative is very simple to just not have it's basically like a religion to them though that's sort of like guns and that yeah. you guns think are, how, like guns kids are even, yeah they're tied into christianity too yeah probably. kids kids here who are brought up who are like not maybe not forced to be a christian but they don't know any different when they're younger that's mm-hmm. what it's like over there if you go into the deep south you go somewhere like texas where, I suppose it's not deep, deep south, but somewhere like that, where you're brought up around a family who have guns, your dad has a gun, and all you know about is having a gun, you're going to want a gun. Yeah. yeah. Guns are just a way of life. To it's be honest, it, it's not even do. just that. Like, I, I, I'd say that's definitely the case a lot of the time, but just movies, like, really influence people and their opinions, like, more than we actually know or can quantify as a society. But, like, did yeah. you see... Uh, fucking... I, 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 I kind of disagree. Honestly, like I swear to God, you know Newt Gingrich, the politician. No, his, his yeah, he, he's an American Republican. Did he not run for president last time? Maybe. Yeah, he did. He got beat to the seat by Republican um, by John McCain. No, not John McCain. Um, the guy after him, the Mormon guy. No. Oh yeah, the the robot fella who kind of like yeah. I know <laughs> what the fuck mean, was yeah. his name? I talk I talk about him like all the time. The guy that went against Obama. Yeah, I know. What you mean. Uh, this is gonna do my head in. Not 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 Nick Santor. Um, oh my God! He went to get the bar in 2012. Joe Biden. No, not no, Joe. Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney. That's the one. Mitt Romney. That's Mitt it. Romney. Um, but yeah, Newt Gingrich was um, of a similar ilk to him in ways. But he like someone has found like or like compiled a, a supercut of his tweets where he's talking about movies, and he'll be like, just watched. Black Sunday, a movie about terrorists attacking the 1978 Super Bowl. We need to wake up. Like, that's, not, <laughs> wake up, that's an actual thing he tweeted. And he said, like, just watch London has falling. Um, you know, a, a, a damning prediction of what's to come if we don't stop radical Islam and shit like that. It's like, this man is watching movies and he is literally just translating them to reality instantly in his head and he sees them as something. I think I'm, I'm thinking more as like a, like a a balanced like some of a balanced head it's not going to get it's yeah. not would it be amazing if you watch Star Wars and get, tweeted something out not going to get swayed by like some stupid film 
Well, would you not say that a lot of the so-called ultras that exist in the English football firms and stuff like that, like how many of them would you say are influenced in some way by Football Factory and Green Street and movies like that? Probably not much. Really? I'd say it's quite a lot. But are you not of the opinion that you think that video games don't affect kids? I'd say, like, video games, like, every, every art form thing. The only things video games do to kids who don't have something mentally wrong with them anyway is can, it can make them lazy and it can make them fucking want to stay in all the time. Video games. It does not make the standard person want to go out and fucking go to Iraq and draw. Yeah, I think you have have to have some sort of. No, here's what I'm saying, right? If you play Modern Warfare 2, you don't want to go and shoot up an airport, right? But. You will definitely come away from that game thinking, like, that war is mental. Like, I wouldn't like to be in that war. Like, you get a perception of what war is like. You know what I mean? Like, it builds a world around you and what it's like to live in that world and stuff like that. The same way that, like, if you watch a movie, uh, like, say you're watching Suits or whatever, and, like, Mike goes to the shop to get his suit fitted, and the girl, like, you know, they hand him a glass of brandy and the girl, like, I don't know, touches his cock or whatever the joke is supposed to be, you'll think, like, yeah, that's how they fit. Like, it, it creates... Because you don't know anything about fitting suits, right? So if you watch that scene, you'll come away with it thinking, well, that's how they fit suits. Like, that's what happens when you get your suit fitted. But, you know what I mean? But you have to be a fucking idiot to think like that. Well, how I, many... I, I do genuinely think, though, that there are people out uneducated... I wouldn't want to say uneducated, because that sounds harsh, but maybe they are uneducated. The The tend to believe what they see the same people who i don't know it's 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 like get involved with like watching towie and stuff like that they they tend to like you know that they just influenced more by those type of tv programs I, i'm not saying the, that the average person maybe. like i'm not saying know. it makes people want to get a gun to fight off the army of bad guys that are gonna come i'm saying that it makes them think that if they have a gun and they are ever in a gun battle They'll be able to, you know, like, survive getting shot in the arm. Like, they'll be able to duck behind the couch, like, and not get shot through the couch mysteriously. Stuff like that. Like, it definitely creates a perception of what it's like to be in a gun battle. And I think anyone that buys a gun with the intention of defending their family has definitely seen a movie where someone's done it. And they've definitely planned it out in their head. And they definitely know what they think it's going to be like. And but that's they're, ment- they're mental. But I think that's really common. Like, I, I think that method of thinking, not applying it specifically to guns, but just that way of thinking, because you've seen something in a movie that you know more about it, I, that's, honestly, that's one of the most common things. But to get into the situation where you are thinking you're going to, when you're thinking you're going to protect your family, and it'll be so easy, getting into that situation in the first place, you have to have done something mental. Well, one time I went to my wife's Christmas party in a skyscraper, and like, <laughs> I didn't think anything was out of the ordinary. Nah. And yeah. this was when I worked for the police force, and I was just like a normal, you know, police guy who wasn't capable of heroism of any kind. And then this bunch of terrorists just turned up and started. See- this was back before Islam, so they were called terrorists back then, even though they were white. And uh, they started stealing these plans from the building, and like I fought them all off by myself with a handgun. Oh well, I I took a machine gun off one of them and wrote it on his T-shirt. But then, like, I killed all of them and threw Hans Gruber off the building. And I wouldn't have known how to do that if I hadn't seen a movie. What movie was that? I heard. <laughs> 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 
No but, sarcasm? No, I never mind. My buddy Argyle drove me to the place and then picked me up after. Yeah. I think I was kind of hoping for credit for remembering Argyle's name, but whatever. Um, but didn't you, oh, leave, you, could, the, you, didn't you leave the bear? Did but... you leave the bear in the limo, though? I think that's... I think Absolutely, did. I did. Yeah. The show's a good bear, as well. I think I've proved my point. <laughs> Very well, yeah. Yes, you have. No, nah, but it is a real thing. I, and it, what, and it's, what was the point in this? It, it's I just, don't know. It, it's the same method of thinking, right? If you watch a movie and you think you know something about that thing, it's the same method of thinking that makes stereotypes a thing. Because you just have a base level understanding of a perception, and therefore that becomes the perception. Do you know what I mean? Like, why do we think that French people are really rude or whatever? Like, it's because it's just been written somewhere and then repeated and repeated and repeated, and then only stories of French people being rude get pushed into the public because that's what the people think so I, I, yeah but it's just easy to be judgmental that's what it is. it's so easy to be judgmental and, and the stereotypes like that it's just easy to be like yeah the french like baguettes and fuck the french or whatever mm. you know because it's just easy to be judgmental rather than actually like process a thought and be like you know what they're probably not they don't all like baguettes and like garlic and, but who like, gets oh, to that know. level like there's so much xenophobia like people can't really rationalize it you know what i mean yeah. Like, it's impossible for people to humanize immigrants sometimes, which is fucking crazy. Well, I think we should just sum up and say that guns are bad. Guns are bad. Don't shoot people. Stop being dicks and killing one another. Thanks. Unless it's at war, and at which case, like, the two, like... Well, no, just don't decided... go to war in the first place. Mm, I don't How about know. that? Can't. We're going to have wars, though, aren't we? I think Loosemore likes war. Yeah, I think Loosemore has seen a lot of war movies. And... <laughs> Somewhat well, we would have war. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 if war didn't exist. So I feel, I feel it's like... balance, isn't it? It's just a balance. I feel like you just finished watching the last episode of Game of Thrones. No, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Yeah, Will Grigg gets set on fire in it. Does he? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Literally set on fire. Um, uh, speaking of uh, war, um, for nice. real, just something I'm incredibly excited about is that the next Call of Duty game, if you pre-order it, you get Modern Warfare. You get COD 4 with it. Uh, yeah, I'm genuinely considering getting that just for COD 4. Oh, absolutely. That's what I'm doing. If, if they really will allow me, hope... I will never even download the space. Uh, and COD 4 is exactly the same game. Apparently, they've just said that remastered they, in, in the new engine. They've said they there. may tweak it if necessary. The, oh, it's not oh, necessary though. Fucking wait, fucking wait. bastards! You fuck really fuck need three fuck. frag grenades? No, no one needs three frag grenades. I think the grenade spam is going to be off the chain. It's going to be off the hook, Delio and. When bam. do things stop being off the chain and become off the hook? I don't know. I'm surely they're off the hook first, and then the hook comes off the chain. Yeah, point, I feel though. like we're getting into semantics here, though. Remember Taz, the wrestling commentator? All he no. ever used to do was say things are going to be off the hook or it's going to be off the chain. But anyway, um, for real though, COD Four, are we all? We're all getting that, right? Uh, yeah, I'm, gotcha. sure. Yes. I'm sure you'd be able to buy it on the the store after a while. I mean, do we have to buy the other game really to get it? Yeah, or? can I just buy COD 4 by itself? Yeah. Can no. you not just buy the game as early as possible and stop being difficult? Oh, just... <sighs> the game, though. Like, none of us pay rent. <laughs> Let's be honest. What are we going to spend our money on if not video games? True. <laughs> 
But then I can't wait for almost. I'm almost as excited for a Battlefield one. Yeah, yeah that does look good. Just because it's Battlefield. Is there another World War One video game ever made apart from one of the Call of Duties? I think. One of the Call. Or, or sorry, one of the Medal Medal of Honors. World at War was, wasn't it? Uh, World at War was World War Two. I thought. Yeah, I thought it was too. Yeah, no, more I'm, excited, Pacific, I'm excited for the it? new Mirror's Edge that's just come out. Okay. Yeah, no, thanks. That's. I don't. Um, I've never played <laughs> Edge. No, I don't, it's quite I've, enjoyable. It just looks up on their game. What? Just looks like one of them games I wouldn't enjoy. What games do you enjoy? Um, Battlefield. Football Manager. <laughs> yeah, Battlefield is the most incredible game game of all time. What's your fa- What what what's the best console game you've ever played? Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, Modern Warfare Two for me as well. What's the best uh, story mode game you've ever played? Uh, Zelda. Ocarina of Time maybe. What's yours, Zelda Jack? I'd probably go for something like uh, Fallout New Vegas. I really uh, enjoyed Fallout New Vegas. It was—it's by far not the best Fallout, but still really enjoyed it the most. What's yours, Lewis Moore? Uh, maybe like Uncharted Two. Something like that. Go. Why are you saying this? I don't know. Why? Why, why do you do this? You're not even homophobic in any way. <laughs> you use that term as a slur. Don't know. Okay. Um, What's really your favourite game, Mel? Um, Metal Gear Solid 2. Ah, shit. Oh, I never would have guessed that. Solid. The best and only game that matters in the world. It's like, it's like, it's my favourite, like, work of art that I've ever ingested. Like, it's it's better than all my favourite movies that I've seen and all my favourite albums that I've listened to. Like, Metal Gear Solid 2 holds up as, like, my favourite thing of all time. Like, my favourite media entertainment thing that I've ever consumed. You know nice. what I mean? It's damn good. I'm so excited for No Man's Sky, which was supposed to be out today, but it has been delayed. Here you may. Do you think it'll be one of those games that'll ever come out? Yeah, it will. Oh, Half-Life 3. Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played the first two of them. Nah, neither have I. I've just, I just, I just love like the meme. dank memes. Yeah. <laughs> those are like the... that... that franchise of game that I always forget the name of and want to make that joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I always forget the fucking name and I'm always like, Fallout Tree confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's sad. What, I've never played Half-Life. What, what, what is that? I don't know. I've never played it. Yeah, I have no idea what it is. I always get it confused with Mass Effect, to be honest. I'm just so deep in the memes. Yeah. No, I literally have no idea what it means. Um, what, it, what it means, what it is. Does anyone want to say anything else before I just bury this podcast dead? Do you have any more topics? I'm sure other stuff has happened. Um, yeah, things it, happen in the world. Things happen time. a lot, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you guys are the fucking worst. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, things happen all the time. I remember like our New Year's episode where I was like, oh, how was your 2015? And like everybody, one by one, was like, yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Stuff happened. Yeah, well, stuff, stuff happened. happened. The similar sort of stuff than in 2014. I'm not a good podcast host, but do you have any idea how fucking difficult you make it with your non? But <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, to be fair, like we had a really good gun talk. <laughs> we didn't like because anybody who likes guns is gonna fucking hate everything that they heard. Oh no, yeah, we had a really bad. Yeah, all that all that logic we used, they're gonna hate it. 
Uh, well, like, if you own a gun, why? Are Good you for you. Idiot? No, just kidding. But, yeah, just, I like... Use it on your head rather than someone else's. It's... Oh, wow. We shouldn't really promote suicide. Yeah, let's let's not promote suicide. That doesn't sound like a very midnight hour thing to promote. What is a midnight hour thing to promote? Um... Safe sex. <laughs> if you're referring to the first 12 episodes of the Midnight Hour and how that <laughs> is what they were about, well played, sir. <laughs> Forgotten 12 episodes. <laughs> yeah, I had to lock them all away, but yeah. they, they all happened. I'd like to promote uh, uh, just watching football and a bit of disappoint- the bit of disappointment that goes with it, because that's something we can all enjoy together. Yeah, that's nice. I don't really yeah. have that feeling. Like, you wouldn't. If you're listening to this on Friday, you have been treated to Ireland's um, majestic 4-0 win over Italy with four second-half goals, all coming from Shane Long and Glenn Whelan. Um, and like that was a really good night for me. I don't remember anything. Oh, I'm, glad, I'm glad you had a good night. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, I remember yeah, no what I ate. I believe it was meatballs tomorrow night. When is the game? Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. It was. That's why we're recording it today. It was Meatballs I ate tomorrow night. <laughs> yes, you mean yesterday night or Wednesday night. What day is it? When is this going out? Today's, today's Tuesday and the episode is probably going to go out on Friday. Because traditionally... These episodes go out on Fridays. <laughs> at, at midnight, apparently. Yeah. Um, oh, that would explain the name. Actually, yeah. that's not the reason for the name. No, it's really not, is it? <laughs> A lot of people have different... I got this one comment one time that was like, ah, oh, so glad El De Niro references his heritage by naming this show after the commitments. And I read that whole comment and I was like, I understand one of those words. <laughs> what the fuck is this? And then I googled the commitments and I was like, oh, that Dublin movie. I've never even fucking seen that. And then other people, like, when the, when the show is like an hour and two minutes, they're like, oh, it's supposed to be the midnight hour, not the midnight hour and two minutes. Yeah, is it ever been, never been exactly an hour, is it? No, nah, never. One time I was like, here, um, would you guys like to have the episode at 11pm or midnight? And they were all like, we want it at midnight because it's called a midnight hour. I was like, you get it an hour early this way, though. Like, nope, I want it at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel right if it's not uploaded at midnight. I want my podcast to be factually accurate. If, if I listen this, to if this stuff podcast works. isn't, it's factually accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I was there was one moment that Lucemore had in the when I was listening back and like I, I I made an argument and I think Jack maybe went against it or something and then I I quoted a statistic an actual statistic that I didn't make up on the spot and Lucemore <laughs> goes I hate it when you bring statistics to the podcast <laughs> it's boring isn't it yeah <laughs> he said it like so the best it, thing about the podcast is when we we come armed with no facts. And- <laughs> No, that's the fucking worst. Like, you've no idea the stress I get put under as the fucking maker of the podcast. Especially the ones where it's just me, Lucemore, and Jack Brown. Because at least Jack can say stuff and have weight added to it by the fact that people know that he has previously said stuff that have weight added to it. But Jack Brown and Lucemore, like, people don't know who you guys are. I just brought you on the show one time because Jack wasn't around. And all you've done is talk shit. So everyone knows that everything you say is other shit. That's harsh. No, to be fair, the first episode of the podcast we did, 
we had to make up facts. That's that true. was the point. That is so, because I knew that was the only thing that could get there. Yeah. From the beginning, because you told everyone what we were saying was lying. So. <laughs> because I knew if I was like, all right, guys, we're going to do a podcast on facts, you'd both be like, ah. Oh. This is boring. Yeah. I have some experience in, like, you know, parenthood, because I've had to deal with it. <laughs> Dealing with this podcast. Yeah. It's a fucking nightmare sometimes. And that's why there won't be any more episodes till January. No, but on a serious <laughs> note um, about the inconsistency of the show, I have always maintained um, throughout my but life... it's my fault. No, that if I make a podcast for the banter, I will make just 62 episodes and then stop making it. And I've always said that. Always. Yeah, no, you have I remember. Just... Always. Yeah, so... You know, you you got what you bargained. You got what you, you nice. You, you got came, what you came here. You for. came for the you. Next are... week we start the uh, the new episode of the new podcast, uh, the quarter past eleven half hour. <laughs> so uh, look forward to that, folks. The five minutes. It's going to be called. <laughs> I think tonight was really good. <laughs>
Um, I uh, went downstairs to get get rid of my food and stuff. Yeah. But I thought if I pressed like sleep mode, it didn't come off Skype, but apparently it did. So. How about you just press the mute button? <clears throat> How about just? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that Sai is such a like. Oh, this fucking guy. <laughs> Back at that again with the podcasts. What a time to be alive. Get off football manager right now. I'm not... <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot you added me. <laughs> Back at it again with another podcast. Jack Brown is now playing football manager. <laughs> you fucking dick. I always suspected you did that. <laughs> I always do it. Yeah, I know. That's why most of your contributions are. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> I'm off it now. You're offline, you prick. <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't prove it. <laughs> you're such a dick. I'll send you a Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where's my tablet? I'm Man United and I bought Neymar and he's won the Ballon d'Or five years in a row. It's not a laughing matter. What I find great about Football Manager is that like I sit in work looking at spreadsheets all day and I'm like, this is so fucking boring and shit, I hate my life. And <laughs> then I come home yeah. and I sit in front of Football Manager, which is basically just a big spreadsheet. Do you still have it? Yeah, man. I just don't really use it. I'm Stick only... Shit. I'm only signed into it on my uh, tablet, so I don't ever pick you my get tablet that? up and take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> get off, Bob. <laughs> <Manager, you> absolute. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. What's going on, guys? My name is Aldan Arrow. Like, was that the intro? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows anymore? The intro is as follows. Hi guys! <laughs> Another vlog today! <laughs> oh, which YouTuber was I making fun of? It could be any of them. Uh, don't know. I always wanted to do like a series where I take another YouTuber's intro and put it in my video, but I thought that YouTubers would get mad about it. Yeah, that sounds like something they get mad about. Fucking freaks. Are we recording? Yeah, man. Did you see it? Yeah, this is the episode. Uh, what episode Hi. is it? 62, isn't it? Uh, something about that. Oh my god, I can't believe it. I've never been, never been this far away from home. Episode 61, and this one is going to be episode 62. <laughs> oh, Snapchat from Jack is Brown. <laughs> <clears throat> Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> <laughs> You're such an image fucking cunt. <laughs> it's so funny that I'm still getting comments daily on my <laughs> April Fool's Day video saying that was Queen's Park Rangers. Really? Yeah. Uh okay. Who wants to do the intro? 
Is there any hope ever of you guys all recording an episode without me in it? No, not a chance. Like that would be (laughs) the small goes. Yeah, (laughs) that would be my favorite thing ever. Why? I don't know. I'd love to listen to the midnight hour and not have to listen to my own fucking voice. Christ, that's what the audience is thinking as well. Mm. Ooh, bad, 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 bands, lad, bands, top bands, lad, bands. That's what I came back to the podcast for. That's what I came back to the podcast for. No. Banner. The women, obviously. The cash. The cash. The, the sick, sick echo. echo. Oh, that was annoying. <laughs> Jack Brown has no appreciation for anything. <laughs> Any audio effects. <laughs> You'd be like such a bad main guy in a movie. Uh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think we're ready. That's enough. <laughs> That's enough of that. Alright. <clears throat> Will we start recording? Jack! <laughs> you see that? Get off, football manager. <laughs> I love it, it just says you're ready. <laughs> okay, I'm off, I'm off, I'm off. Uh, um... <laughs> I'm just blocking you on Steam. <laughs> oh, I've done it, I've stopped it. There's more you want to do the intro? Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, I might not be able to get the voice completely accurate, but you know, I'll give it a go. Unlike before when it was nailed on. Yeah. <laughs> I have a new message on Steam. <laughs> Jack Brown. Fuck you. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Oh, I think I'm having a meltdown. A very public meltdown. 